0: to the podcast, She Who Believes. I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. I just want to say, first of all, God is doing great and mighty things in this earth. God spoke to me, um, I think I shared this with you guys before, like usually around October of every year, the Lord will start pouring into me, he'll have me get a journal, and sometimes it'll be, hey, pull off the road, go in this place. And sometimes it's in a place where I wouldn't even think to find a pl- something that I will write in but he'll send me in and I sometimes like he'll tell me the scripture or the words or he'll speak something to me and I'll find something that's in alignment with it or that has that sentence in it or that scripture and then sometimes it's like just going to the store and I'm walking I'm going down this aisle and I'm doing this I'm doing that and then there it will be but anyways he started speaking to me in October he told me something was going to be coming in um and by April everything was going to change well definitely things changed but what he gave me was a word that he said you will flourish in the famine. your you and your family will never again see poverty and lack and um even though there were times where I could take go go into a place where I was in agreement with what I saw with my eyes I didn't because the word of God had already come to me and giving me a word of what, what this year would represent for my family. And When I tell you guys that God is blessing, he's keeping, he's protecting, he's providing. Oh my God, like never before, there is nothing that is too hard for our God. So I just want to encourage you to believe God, to trust him. Oh, hallelujah. My God, to trust him. So you know what our scripture is. It's Luke 1 and verse 45. This week I'll be in the new international version again. And as you know, or you may not know if this is your first time listening to the podcast, We declare, not just speak, not just talk, not just read, but we declare this word. And what makes the difference between us reading and declaring it is just us choosing to believe it and believing it to manifest in our lives and to be a part of our lives. I've shared before that I believe that. In the Bible, sometimes that I this is, again, my belief that the word she is there or he is there or they are a certain woman, but not giving a name, not because that person wasn't important, because if they weren't important, it wouldn't be in the Bible, but because he left a place for us to plug our names in. To know that his power works for us today. To know that his word, oh my God, hallelujah, his word is for us today. I'm going to hold my mule today, Lord God, help me, Jesus. But that his word is true for us today. So as we declare this word, join in with us. You don't have to use the New International Version. We just ask that you replace the word she or woman with your very own name when you declare it and believe it to be true for your life. So here we go. Blessed is Vivian, who has believed that the Lord would fulfill his promises to her. My God, my God, my God. Oh, Lord, we bless you today. We believe your word. We believe your word. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been in this place. i um, praying for people who's lost their belief or who's doubting God or who's in that season where. It's just like, yo, I don't have any more in me to fight. I don't have enough faith to keep going on. And first of all, if you are that person or you are, you know someone who is that person, pray, 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 keep speaking life over them because they're coming out. They have no choice. They're coming out of it because God is for them. And if any of us is still on this earth and you are because you're listening to this podcast, then know that God still has work for you to do and he indeed has a plan for your life. So today, the title of today's uh, podcast is When I Believed with the E.D. as in past tense. And the scripture I'll be reading to you from today is 2 Samuel 12, 16 through 24. David therefore pleaded with, the, with God for the child and David fasted and went in and lay all night on the ground. So the elders of his house arose and went to him to raise him up from the ground, but he would not, nor did he eat food with them. Then on the seventh day, it came to pass that the child died and the servants of David were afraid to tell him that the child was dead. For they said, Indeed, while the child was alive, we spoke to him, and he would not heed our voice. How can we tell him that the child is dead? He may do some harm. When David saw that his servants were whispering, David perceived that the child was dead. Therefore, David said to his servants, Is the child dead? And they said, he is dead. So David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. Then he went to his own house. And when he requested, they set food before him and he ate. Then his servant said to him, what is this that you have done? You fasted and wept for the child while he was alive. But when the child died, you arose and ate food? And he said, "While the child was alive, I fasted and wept, for I said, who can tell whether the Lord will be gracious to me that the child may live? But now he is dead. Who should I why should I fast? Can I bring him back again? I shall go to him, but he shall not return to me then David com- comforted Bathsheba his wife and went in to her and lay with her she bore a son and he called his name Solomon you know there are certain things that I notice in the scripture but what I want to address is those of us who have experienced a loss, even though we believed. We prayed, we fasted, we we gave, we did all of the things that seemed to be right things to do. We cried out, we begged God, we laid on our faces, and it still did not end in life. It still did not end in the life of a marriage or a relationship or the birth of a child. It didn't end the way we asked God. I want to speak to that place in you that is so broken and so hurt that you can't even bring yourself to believe again. David lost a child. He literally begged God. He begged God. He begged him. He lay on his face. He fasted. He would not let them put food before him. He would not let them lift him up. He didn't want anything but to lay on his face before the Lord. Now, you see, David was a man after God's own heart, meaning he had a heart like God means he was always looking to please the Lord. But David, like many of us, made his share of mistakes. But what I want to share with you, the most important part, I don't want to just talk to you about David's loss. Loss is real and we can't um, force a person to get past a loss soon, whether it was the loss of a marriage or a child or a friendship or a parent. It's all the same. There was death of a thing. Um, A lot of people don't give themselves enough time after a divorce because they feel like I should just get over this. He treated me bad or she cheated on me. But that was the death of something that you, most people go into expecting to spend their lifetime in. So first of all, mourn, do what you have to do. But what I want you to recognize is, is a few things in this scripture. And one stood out to me, not until I began to read these verses to you. When it talked about the son that he and Bathsheba um, actually uh, consummated, they had together, got pregnant with, before uh, verse verse 16, it was verse 15, and it says, then Nathan departed to his house, and the Lord struck the child that Uriah's wife bore to David. And it became ill. Uriah's wife. Now mind you. At this time. She was already David's official wife. But God calls her Uriah's wife. Because at the time in which she conceived this child. She was still Uriah's wife. So. That's the first thing. The second thing. Is. That they never gave this child a name. If he had a name, it's not mentioned in the Bible. It just said he had a child and he asked God to let the child live. But the child died. But the thing that's beautiful about all of this, and some people may say, well, David caused this to happen because he slept with Uriah's wife one of his best friends his best uh, soldier then he got dude killed because he wouldn't sleep with her so he could trick him and they can go on and on about how David may have caused this on himself I want to see the beauty in that because sometimes we do cause things to happen but there's still life after death after the death of a person a child, a marriage a business, a ministry there is still life after death because David got up, worshiped the Lord, got dressed, he ate, and then he went home. And it said he comforted his wife. He made love to her and they had another child. says then David comforted Bathsheba, his wife. So now at this point, God allows her to be referenced as David's wife. And he went into her and lay with her. So she bore a son and he called his name Solomon. To me, it was almost as if, and again, this is, this is me. It was almost as if the Lord was saying, this is your new start. Because now he's calling her his wife. And then she bore a son and called his name Solomon. Now the Lord loved him. It says, the Lord loved him. Not that God didn't love the other child either, but there was something special, something great about Solomon. God is going to birth something great to you after your loss. For some of you, it will be another child. For some of you, it will be another business or ministry that's in a different city or state, or sometimes in that same city, that same place. But he's going to give you something new. He'll renew your marriage. He'll Bless abundantly. He'll give you favor on your job or send you to a new job. Maybe you put in 30 years at a job and now at a, at a, a place of employment and now they've furloughed you or maybe just even let you go. For some people, they may have just allowed COVID to be their excuse to let you go. But yet, I need you to know that God has new life for you. Maybe like David, he got up and said, what should I do? The child is gone. I can go to him, but he can't come to me. And maybe you're saying this is over for me. And maybe where you are, it is. But it doesn't mean that there isn't more for you in your future. So I want to speak to your future right now. Father God, I come to you now on behalf of all listening to this podcast, speaking to their future, speaking abundance over them, speaking life over them, speaking life over their bodies, minds, spirits, Lord, over their souls that they will grow in you and for your purpose for your use for the kingdom lord god bless businesses and families and wombs wombs of mothers and heal 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 strengthen uterine walls and cervixes and and all of those things lord god hold steadfast the children that you have already called forth in this generation lord god bless your children that they will no longer say when i believed But after this, they will say, I still believe. Because God, we believe you. We believe your word. We choose to believe you. Past our hurt, past our pain, past even our doubt and our fears, we believe you. And Lord, we thank you. We thank you for the plans you have for us. We thank you for your peace, for your love, your abundance, and your many blessings. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. People of God, remember to stretch your faith to celebrate you and to remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God so remember you are his child made in his image it is his breath in your lungs so use that breath to speak his words over your life attaching your faith to it and watch God manifest manifest the unbelievable and the unthinkable in your life until next week You've listened to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes.